Leave it there, leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord, oh, and leave it there. If you trust Him through your doubt, He will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord, leave it there. If the world from you withholds of its silver and its gold, and you have to get along with meager faith, just remember in His Word, Take your burden to the Lord, leave it there, leave it there, leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord, oh, and leave it there. If you trust Him through your doubt, He will surely bring. Take your burden to the Lord, leave it there. Now if your body suffers pain, and your health regain and your soul is slowly sinking in space Jesus knows the pain you feel he can save and he can heal take your burden to the Lord leave it there leave it there Trust him through your doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord, leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord, and leave it there. John Bayless and welcome again to the Gospel Miracle Hour. We are so pleased you've joined us. If you've joined us for the first time, welcome. Well, there is good news for you, friends. God is not angry with you. He loves you more than you will ever imagine. Well, my opening prayer, Lord, I pray that you grant to your servant great boldness this day to preach your word, that, Lord, you'd stretch forth your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus. For this reason the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil and all God's children said Amen. While we look at what is God's nature like, most of all what does he think of you? 
we see is we start off in Psalm 89, 1, 2, and 14. It says, I will sing of the Lord's unfailing love forever. Young and old will hear of your faithfulness. Your unfailing love will last forever. Your faithfulness is enduring as the heavens. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Unfailing love and truth walk before you as your attendants. Well, it was a testimony here of how God's love changes everything. Goes on to say, Rick Garman opened his gun cabinet and took a long look at the weapons within it. He lifted his best rifle and began polishing it. He had been doing it, doing all he could to hide the rage or the anger inside him. But people knew. What they could not know was that the fantasy of revenge that had crept into his mind months ago had put down roots and grown into a genuine intention. He was going to take this gun, place it on the floor of his car, drive slowly through the college campus. Sooner or later he would see him, the student who had raped his daughter Katie. Then he would calmly pick up the gun, aim it and deliver justice. His sweet Katie had been only 17-year-old college freshman. She couldn't tell anyone for a long time. She switched schools, developed eating disorder and fought severe depression. It was Katie's mother, Rick's wife, who finally got the truth out of her. She told the mother that the date, rape, gave the name of the boy, but it didn't help. Katie became more and more withdrawn a year of prayer and therapy before she finally began to turn the corner and get on, get on with her life. But her protective father did not turn the corner. He seethed with ever-deepening anger and fury over the punk who had devastated his daughter. First Rick merely daydreamed about revenge, but at some point he found himself making solid plans Now he stood at the gun cabinet ready to turn those plans into action. That's when his young son, Thomas, came up behind him. You going hunting, Dad? Cleaning your guns? Can I help? For a moment, Rick just stood there responding without responding. When he turned around, he saw tears in his son's eyes. He knows, Rick thought. Dear God. I think he, my son, knows my plan. Some kind of spell broke at that moment. Come here, son, give me a hope. Thomas ran over to his dad and wrapped his arms around his father, hugging him with all the love and affection he could muster. And that's, that was when the father realised the truth. He had thought the bitterness defined him. Nothing could stop the overwhelming hatred and stopped the overwhelming hatred growing with stronger in his heart. Now he saw it was wrong. Love was stronger. A son's love, a saviour's love. It took a great deal more strength to restrain one's rage than it did to get it, get it out. That strength could be found only in love. As Rick replaced the gun and locked the cabinet decisively, he also locked away something within himself. He would not exercise his anger. 
He would not be judge, jury, and executioner. He would be a servant of God instead, and that means forgiving. It would be the hardest thing he had ever done, months of innumerable prayers through the power of God's love. Rick Garman was going to forgive the man who violently abused his daughter. That day, Rick encountered God's transforming love in his son's embrace. God's love is more than just talk. It is real. It makes life worth living. It changes everything. Loved one, if you have never given your life to Christ and have this transforming love, then this is your day. For the free gift of eternal salvation is now being offered. Only you can make this decision, friend, to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. In Romans 10, 9, 13, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So will you, will you pray with me? Just follow me along in a simple prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, please forgive me of all my sin. I believe that Jesus is the Christ. He died on the cross for me, for my sin and sickness. I believe God raised him from the dead. I take you as my Lord and Saviour. Come into my heart and life and fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, I believe you got born again. Get into a good Bible-based church. Remember, you are a unique friend. God has, a, has given you a purpose so you can reach your destiny. You have a purpose and there's a calling over your life. Remember Isaiah 43, 25. God says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and I will not remember your sins. Friend, your past has passed away. You are forgiven. You are free from all condemnation. Amen. Right. Today's word, scripture today, is from Luke 23, 9. But Jesus refused to answer. Well, the message is you're in good company. In the scripture, people often came against Jesus and criticized him. Many times it says Jesus answered them not a word. He simply didn't respond to his critics. He didn't try to convince them to change their minds. He didn't get upset because people were talking about him. No, he just ignored it. When people come against you and and they're jealous, trying to make you look bad, trying to discourage you, remember, you're in good company. Jesus was probably criticised more than anyone. I love the fact that he didn't try to explain himself. He He didn't try to make everyone understand him. He just focused on what he was called to do and simply ran his race. Friend, Jesus set the example for you and me. We don't have to try to win the approval of others. We have to understand that not everyone is going to understand us or be for us. Our focus should be following God's leading and let him order our steps. The next time someone criticizes you, remember the example of Jesus. Overlook it. Don't get offended and keep moving forward into the destiny God has for you. Today, if you feel stuck, locked out or defeated, 
Remember, Jesus is the one who holds the keys to your freedom. All you have to do is call on his name and he will answer. His, his, he promises to hear you and deliver you. Receive his salvation, receive hope, receive the freedom and victory he has given you, given us, all of us. And the prayer for you today is, Father, today let them cleave every person who has criticized them or tried to discourage them. They choose to forgive them, choose to turn away from their distraction, let them choose and focus on you and the blessings you have in store for them in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, this part of the message, we're going to be praying for the sick and hurting now. God's power to deliver his people from sickness, disease and infirmities, that had, friend, that has not changed. He is still the healer. We go to Numbers twenty three nineteen. says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. He, has he not spoken and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? Second Corinthians one twenty, for all the promises of God in, in Jesus are yes and in Jesus, amen. Friend, these two scriptures, the most powerful verses of, of healing that we'll find because it describes the character of God. He is a God who cannot lie. He promises a yes and amen. You must establish in your heart who God is. He cannot lie. If one part is true, it's all true. Exodus fifteen twenty six. I am the Lord who heals you. Friend, he said it, so therefore he will make it good. Matthew fourteen fourteen. When Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd of people. He had compassion, pity, and deep sympathy for them and healed the sick. See, Jesus moved with compassion. He stopped to meet the needs of the crowd, healing their sick. Go to Acts three one ten. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple the ninth hour, which is 3 p.m. A man lame uh, from birth was carried. He was, he was lame. When people placed him at the beautiful gate in the temple to ask alms or money from when they entered the temple, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked for alms or money. Peter gazed at him with with, with John and said, look, look at us. So he paid attention to them, expecting to receive something from them. And Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but I give you what I, what I have. In the name of Jesus, the Messiah of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He took him by the right hand and raised him up. Immediately his feet and ankles were strengthened. Jumping up, he stood and walked and entered the temple with him, walking and jumping and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God. They knew that it was he who sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. See, friends, this event took place after Jesus was resurrected and the power of the Holy Spirit was imparted believers. This man lying by the gate begged many 
big money because he was lame from birth, stood and he'd never walked, never ran, never, never danced. Peter commanded him, in the name of Jesus, the Messiah of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He took the, the lame man by the hand and lifted him up. Immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength and he was healed. People saw him leaping and yelling in excitement. Everyone was filled with wonder and amazement, all because of the power of the name of Jesus. When we speak in Jesus' name, we are exercising the divine authority he has given us. It worked for Peter, John, and it will still works for anyone who believes in that, that name today. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 but the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. I'd just like to give us a small testimony here when I was overseas in Asia. There was a, in a street meeting, there was a young woman came up to me and she, I prayed for her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing appeared to happen. And she, I said, after how she felt, she said, oh, nothing's happened. And so I quick prayed to heaven. I said, Lord, what's going on? What's happening? He says, pledge my blood. So I said, I pledged the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ upon this lady. And then I asked her, how do you feel? Instantly she was healed. That's the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, the power of his blood. So the Holy Spirit is here in the earth carrying out the ministry and mission of Jesus. Healing, deliverance, salvation, destroying yokes of bondage and setting the captives free. He hasn't changed. Therefore, we need to see the same supernatural power and anointing operate and manifest in our lives in, in our churches today and in the marketplace. Holy Spirit, if what I've said is from you, then confirm your word with signs, wonders, and creative miracles. The power of the Lord is present to heal. Lay your hand on that part that needs a touch from the Lord as I begin to pray. The Holy Spirit, who raised Jesus from the dead, dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also make your mortal bodies live and heal him by the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit that's within you. So, right now, Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Son of the living God, I come against, I pray for every emotion. I curse this infirmity that's on you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I break it off of you. I command you to loose them and set them free. Let the fire of God burn out everything that's not of you, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ. Give them a miracle, Lord. Let the anointing of heaven go right through their bodies right now as I loose your power. Give them a creative miracle where it needs. Fill them, Lord. Fill them with your goodness. A miracle that they have longed for. Those with seizures, let the connections in the brain be healed. Binding, break the power of that which is not right and be healed. Give them a creative miracle in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the anointing of heaven come upon them by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the, all pains, every pains and joints and back and everything, I bind and break the power. I command you to loose them and set them free. Suit them free, Lord, by the power of the blood of Jesus. Let the healing anointing fill them. Give them a miracle, Lord, that they have prayed for. Release your anointing, Lord. Heal them, that which has been destroyed. 
internal organs. I bind and break the power of all the sickness and diseases. Bind and break the power. And I command you to release them and set them free. Give them a creative miracle right now, Lord. Let their healing anointing go right through their bodies right now. Give them a miracle. Give them a miracle. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your anointing of heaven that's filling them right now and being healed and made whole. Cancers and growths, tumors, just like Jesus cursed a fig tree from the roots. I curse cancer at the roots and I command you to shrivel and die. I break it off you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the fire of God burn out every single cell of cancer. I pull it out by the roots. Be healed and made whole. Let the anointing of heaven fill them, Lord, by the power of the blood of Jesus. Be healed and made whole. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your miraculous healing power. Some of you may feel heat. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, resting upon you right now internally for the kingdom of God remember for the kingdom of God has come near to you or the kingdom of God has arrived so we thank you Lord that the enemy has been defeated your shalom has healed every broken heart every sorrow is lifted every burden and yoke it is destroyed you are our strength you are strong you are and we magnify your holy name Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Friend, don't let fear come upon you. It always distorts the truth. It makes us believe things that we should not believe. Divine healing, friends, can be instantaneous, we know that. But it can often be progressive for it unfolds over a period of time. We see this in Mark 8, 23 and also Luke 17, 12. It sees it. It, it heals over time. But, but friends, look for the improvements and test the area. It may take seconds, minutes, hours, days, sometimes weeks. But the Bible says, look for the improvement. Look for You shall get well or you shall recover. And to keep you healing, believe you received and you shall have. Use your authority as a believer. Make sure you're living in a right relationship with God and each other. Don't hold on to grudges, friend. Let it go. It'll, you'll get sick by it. it. You won't get healed. You've got to let it go. Even if the other part, partner party was wrong, you've got to forgive them for your own health's sake. Let it go. And walk in love. Maintain a good confession. Your words are powerful, friend. Listen to good music and positive words and know that it is God's will for you to be healed. So today's blessing. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you, giving you his peace. May your sins be forgiven. May your sicknesses be healed. May your brokenness and grief be carried away. May you celebrate with joy that is unspeakable and full of glory and know the peace of God in the worst of times because he is the Prince of Peace. He is the Master of the winds and the waves. In Jesus' name, receive this blessing. Shalom. Amen. Holy Presence is here. Open your hearts and receive it. 
that point in your body that is ailing. Command his life in this room to come into that area. Take authority over that thing which does not belong in you. Wholeness in this room today. I declare wholeness in this room today. Wholeness in your mind. I take authority over depression in the name of Jesus. today. We take authority over cancer cells in the name of Jesus. I command those to dry up and be gone because of your stripes, O Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 